the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Well, in this fast, we'll be looking at prayer. We are talking about living as a spiritual man. So we are also looking at living a life of prayer. Somebody say living a life of prayer. Okay, our text is 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7. Everything in the world is about to be wrapped up. So take nothing for granted. Stay wide awake in prayer. Let's read it together. One go. Everything in the world is about to be what? So take nothing for Stay wide awake in prayer. The King James says the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be ye sober and watch unto prayer. Everything is pointing towards a certain end. And that is why the Bible calls you and I into watchful prayer. Somebody say watchful prayer. So it's not a slumber kind of prayer. It's not the prayer that you sign in, you sign out. No, it's a prayer you sign in and you are in for life. May that grace rest upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Prayer in simple terms has to do with conversation with God. Talking to God and God talking to you. That's prayer. In a simplistic form, that is prayer. Prayer is conversation with God. And you know, conversation can be done at any time. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 3, call unto me and I will what? Call unto me and I will. So that's prayer. Call and I will answer. When your call comes, you have to be sure that answers are delivered. And that's why in this verse, I know answers are delivered to you. Prayer is not a monologue. It's not a one-way traffic. It's a two-way direction. You speak to God, God speaks to you. And living a life of prayer is imperative because the Bible says the end of all things is at hand. What does it mean to live a life of prayer? Quickly. Number one, to live a life of prayer is to pray without season. Somebody say pray without season. First Thessalonians 5 17. Pray without season. Pray without season. Pray without season. It means pray every day. Pray without season. Pray at any time. Pray at everywhere. Pray without season. That's what it means to live a life of prayer. There are people who wait for adverse seasons to pray. And some of them can boldly quote for you. James chapter 4. Verse is, any, is anyone afflicted? Let him pray. Now, if you are waiting for affliction to come, then you'll be afflicted for a long time. There is a way you can live your life 
you are so soaked in prayer that affliction stays very far from you. When affliction comes, you better be ready when it comes. The Bible says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is what? Your strength is what? How can your strength be small? Because you were not staying alert in prayer. Jesus said, the thief cometh, but he has no place in me. You have to make yourself untouchable. And prayer is one of the things that keeps you. Even when Satan comes around, he cannot have any effect on your life. Somebody say an amen. amen. A life of daily prayer is critical. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 10 verse 14, the wicked are too proud to seek God. They seem to think that God is dead. You know, why you don't pray, you simply saying God is dead. God is dead because we don't talk to a dead, a dead being. When you think God is dead and there are a lot of believers, they, they don't have any spiritual life because the God who keeps their spirit alive is dead. God is dead. Prayer. When prayer is dead in your life, you are simply making a statement that says God is dead. God cannot die, you know that. But it means that the happenings of God, the act of God will be dead in your life. No more shall it be so in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. A wise man said that a day without prayer is a boast against God. A day without prayer. A day without prayer. The essence of this series is to bring you to a place where when you wake up, you wake up in prayer. When you are going to bed, you'll be going to bed in prayer. Every season, every moment of your life shall be met with prayer. Can somebody say an amen? The good news says the wicked do not care about God. In their pride, they think that God doesn't matter. They think God doesn't what? The most miserable person thinks that God doesn't matter. But the time you realize God matters, it's too late. If God does not matter to you, you will not matter in life. Your life will not matter if God does not matter to you. To live a life of prayer, number two, is to pray without fainting. Somebody say pray without fainting. To pray without fainting. That's what it means to live a life of prayer. To pray without fainting. In the book of Luke 18, 1, the Bible said, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men always, somebody say always. Somebody say always. Men ought to always pray and not faint. Pray without fainting. The CV version, Colossians 4, 2. He said, never give up praying. Somebody say never give up. And that's what it means to live a life of prayer where you never give up on prayer. Because most of the time we have not been taught prayer right. Most of the time people come to prayer with needs. So when they don't have needs, they don't pray. And that is one of the greatest teaching on prayer you have ever been exposed to. That's one of the teachings that is common in the body of Christ. That prayer is a means of receiving something from God. Is it true? Yes, it's true. But it's just one small microcosm of what prayer does in the life of a believer. Prayer is more than a means of receiving something. There is a way you soak yourself in prayer. There won't be needs for you to even be expecting to receive. The needs will be supernaturally met by God. Am I communicating here? It is critical. Jesus was praying and we never heard him pray about any need. He didn't need anything that you and I need, but he kept on praying, praying and praying and praying. Number three, to live a life of prayer is to pray at all times with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Somebody say pray at all times. Say it aloud, pray at all times. 
Yeah, pray at all times with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. The King James says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching unto the same. Praying always. Somebody say praying always. Praying always. This one says, praying at all times, at all occasions. That is the New Living Translation. Praying at all occasions. You may be at a wedding, you can be praying. You can be eating and be praying. Everywhere you find yourself, you are praying. You are in traffic, you are praying. Anywhere you are, you can pray at all times. The Bible said, I would that men pray everywhere. Lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. I pray that the grace to pray everywhere and on all kinds rest upon you in the name of Jesus. To live a life of prayer is to give yourself to prayer continually. Somebody say give myself to prayer. Continually and not occasionally. Too many people in church pray occasionally. So there's fresh fire. He comes and then his prayer fire is enkindled a bit. When he goes, that is the end of it. That is not a life of prayer. A person who lives a life of prayer prays continually and not occasionally. Somebody say, I pray continually and not occasionally. Acts chapter 6 verse 4, he said, but we will give ourselves. We will give ourselves what? We will give ourselves continually to prayer. Not sometimes. Continually. Not when there is a crisis. Continually. Not when I feel good. Continually. Not when everything is okay with me. I will give myself continually to prayer. That's a person who is living a life of prayer. That's a person who lives, who lives a life of prayer. In the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 42. All the believers devoted. Somebody say devoted. And that's what it means. To devote yourself to a life of prayer. There was a woman in the scripture by the name of Anna the prophetess. Anna lived her life in the place of prayer. The Bible talks of, about Anna in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 36 to 38. It said there was one named Anna. She lived a widow go to 38. And this woman was about 84 years old. Somebody say 84. 84. This woman lived 84. She never left the temple. Never left the temple. But stayed there. Day and night, worshiping God with fasting and what? Yeah, that's devotion to prayer. She stayed in the temple. Stayed in the temple. Stayed in the temple. She bathed in prayer. Slept in prayer. Woke up in prayer. May that grace locate someone tonight. May that grace locate you in this fast. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said she never left the temple. That is a person who lives a life of prayer. Not that uh, you just woke up and you feel good. I feel good. No, 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 no. Lord, I thank you. Because you are feeling good. You are, you, are, you are here to come to the frequency of prayer. To live a life of prayer is to be sold out to prayer. To be devoted to prayer. To be given wholly to prayer. And this is critical. And it's critical for a number of reasons which we'll be exploring in the course. There are five foundational fat truths about prayer, a life of prayer I want to share with you, but I'll touch on one tonight. Five foundational truths about a life of prayer. 
Foundational means you can't do without them. The Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, the righteous can do what? Nothing. Number one is that a life of prayer is not optional for you as a believer. It's not optional. Oh, uh, uh, I, I can do without prayer. No, your life cannot go on without prayer. <laughs> you were not made to exist without God. You were not made to function outside Christ. And Christ simply means the anointed one. So you have to function within the anointed. And for that to happen, you must be given to prayer. Somebody say given to prayer. Colossians 4.2, it says, uh, never give up praying. So it's not an option. You cannot say, I'm tired. I've been praying. Uh, I'm not receiving anything. That is another fallacy. That you pray, you don't see anything. <laughs> By the time we are through with this series, you will come to appreciate prayer. You will love to pray. Can somebody give me an amen? One day Jesus was praying in the book of Luke chapter 11 verse 1 and 2. When he finished, the disciples went to him and said, teach us to pray. And then, just as John taught his disciples, and Jesus didn't rebuke them. So in Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 7, he says, when you pray, Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 7, when you pray, somebody say, when you pray. Verse 6, he says, when you pray. And then verse 7, he says, when you pray. Matthew 6 verse 5 says when you pray. Verse 6 says when you pray. And verse 7 says when you pray. Not when if you pray. When you pray. That's what prayer is. It's not optional. Somebody say it's not optional. Say prayer is not optional for me. The reason why prayer is not a, an option for you is because you are a house. Somebody say I'm a house of prayer. Uh-huh. The Bible says we as lively stones are built up into a spiritual house. You are a spiritual house. And that spiritual house is a house of prayer. How many of you have heard Jesus quoting Isaiah? He says, my house shall be called the house of prayer. That is Mark chapter 11 verse 7. My house. Somebody say my house. Mark eleven seventeen. My house shall be called the house of prayer. And 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. He said, know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So, he says his house shall be called the house of prayer. And you are the temple. It means that you are prayer walking about. Somebody say an amen. So, prayer is not optional. You cannot say, I pray because I feel like praying. I'm fasting because I feel like, no, 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 no. We don't live at the mercy of our feelings. We live on the impulse of God's word. Somebody say an amen. amen. So prayer is not optional. Somebody say prayer is not optional for me. Now that is the first foundational truth I want you to appreciate. You've been using prayer. You have received prayer as one of the options you can do with. You can do away without. An option is something you can either choose to use or not to. But prayer is not an option. Every time you say no to prayer, you are saying yes to something you don't like. You are saying yes to the will of the enemy. You are saying yes to something Satan has ordained. Every time you say no to prayer, you are losing out on your spirituality. Can somebody say an amen? Amen. Why? Because you are a house of prayer. Stand on your feet and say, I'm a house of prayer. prayer. I burn in prayer. I live in prayer. I breathe prayer. I speak prayer. I pray at all times. I pray always. I pray with all kinds of prayer. 
am given to prayer. I'm sold out to prayer. I pray at all occasions. With all prayer. At all times. In the name of Jesus. I pray without fainting. I pray without giving up. I pray without ceasing. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth and for one minute begin to pray in the spirit. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. My faith declared that as a house of prayer and lively stones we burn in prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. The fire on our prayer altar shall never quench. In the mighty name of Jesus. So it shall be in our lives. You are blessed. Pastor Afroqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afroqua on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi. Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Oh,